you know, I do find it quite funny, really, that in 50 years that the RPG hobby has been around, or almost 50 years, we've seen a growth in online gaming and technology has changed immensely. We're still pretty beholden to the book. I mean, a PDF is really only an electronic book. It's not much of a departure from that. Perhaps a little bit of uh, hypertext and some some links in there, but but um, not really much more than that. And I think perhaps that's to do with demand. The foundation of the hobby is still books, and with that comes reading. I've spoken recently about the importance of reading to writing, but reading really is the foundation. And probably, if we think about it, for a lot of us, that's where we started out. Hello, I'm Colin Green, and you are listening to Spike Pit. At the start of your episode on writing, you mentioned to be a good writer, you need to be a good reader. And I just wanted to call to say how true that absolutely is. Uh, Back before my vision started to go to shit, when I was growing up, um, you know, in my early 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 years, I wanted to be an author. That was my dream. I read all the time. I wrote all the time. But once I wasn't able to read anymore, and this was back before the times when audiobooks were as prevalent as they are now, I was also bitter about it. So I was just like, no, I, I really did lose the ability to write. Those two are, reading and writing are extricably interlinked. That's not even a word, I don't think. <laughs> they are very interlinked. Uh, and I never really realized that until I wasn't able to read and then not able to write. Peace out. It's handy that Joe's called in because I know he's going for a bit of a binge of reading his Stephen King books. He's probably on to number five by the time that I'm reading, uh, recording this. I myself have got into a, a bit more of a habit of reading. With my study, I found that it sort of sparked off questions in my mind and I'm also... As as these podcasts come along, I'm delving back into the sort of like roots of my hobby again. Remembered just recently a book called Stigger the Dump. And that has got me picking up a, a real nice copy that I've treated myself to. And of course, one thing rolls into another. And I've ended up looking at my book collection thinking, do you know what, maybe I'm going to get myself some nicer copies of some of my favourites. So I'm looking at book binding and the kind of the quality of the construction of the books in my collection as well. Um, All things that a few months ago I never would have entertained. It's funny how things grab our interests and, you know, reading really is a, a great source of inspiration for me clearly it is for Joe and Joe if you're listening and I'm I'm sure you are you should be doing some writing let's have some writing why don't you do some more of those fairy tales or 
whatever takes your fancy in and just throw a few readings onto your episodes, man. That would be excellent. And uh, I, I hope you give that some thought. I'd, I'd love you to do a bit more reading and, and put it out there for us all to enjoy. And I know your fake dad is quite a tough act to follow, but man, don't worry, Joe. We've got your back. Don't don't be intimidated. You know, you can you can step into those shoes. <laughs> Hi, Colin. Goblin Tenchman here. So I don't know about your other listeners, but um, I like the uh, the uh, reading episodes you do. Um, I think one of my still still the I think probably the episode you did that lives largest in my memory and therefore I guess it's probably my favourite episode then I guess um, putting aside the uh, um, lamp oil episode is the one for I think Dolmenwood where you read the the bits about the moss dwarves and whatnot I think they were called moss dwarves anything anyway something like that but so you know just let you know don't know how the other people feel but I like them cheers fella. Bye. My old buddy Henchy there, I didn't realise he cared. <laughs> no, kind words, kind words indeed. I I actually really enjoy doing the readings. Some are better than others, but the way I see it, if I keep practising, perhaps I'll get a little bit better at it. I was actually speaking to my wife only this morning, saying that there's something special about when you read something out loud i always enjoyed reading to the kids um, i'm hoping i'm going to get a chance to do it a little bit in schools although i'm dealing with some some older children but uh, you're never too old for a little bit of story time perhaps some sort of after school club or i don't know i don't know we'll see what happens but yeah there's something magical about speaking the words and and really evocative combinations of words being said out loud i don't know i just find it pretty magical but yeah thanks for calling in mr henchman and uh, i'm glad you're enjoying the readings and talking to teachers we've got a call from mr webster now he's got a like a different angle on jason's prior concerns about the difficulty that may arise when lots of people in the hobby are picking up the same materials and i think che presents what i'd regard as quite a traditional approach with his thinking here and an approach that i recognize from my youth it was almost a bit of a trip down memory lane listening to the call awesome nonetheless and i'll leave jay to take us home hey collins jay i wanted to chime in on this thing that jason was talking about about we all buy the same products so surely i can't run those adventures because other people have read them uh there's a huge assumption there first of all that we've even opened the packaging and secondly that we've read it um, I have to say, from my experiences, I, if I buy an adventure, I don't read it um, unless I'm going to run it. And, of course, that becomes a decision, you know, at almost at the table, like, oh, we're going to run uh, this adventure. I'm running a game, and I want to use that adventure. Another tip would be 
don't tell on what adventures you're running. Um, I'm willing to bet that most people can't remember most of the details. And there may be standout scenes and bits and pieces that sort of stick out in locations and things like that that stick out in people's minds. But majority of the time, they won't remember the details. And of course, if you've got someone who's genuinely going and looking it up uh, so as to cheat, well, that's a different problem. Game on, man. And that, as they say, is a wrap. Big thanks goes out to you, the listener, for taking a bit of time out of your day to listen to old Spike Pit. Take care, and I'll catch you later. <laughs>